Okay, we're going to go ahead and get started. And then if people come in late, then that's okay. They can join us. So go ahead and find a seat, and we'll get underway. Okay, um, <coughs> so this is uh, a creative collaboration. And, excuse me, it... Um, Collaboration is something I really love uh, because it's kind of like this, I don't know, I feel like it's a sacred gift from God um, that he gave us really pre-fall um, when um, he gave Adam the gift of naming the animals that he had just created um, to, um, you know, even the church uh, using our individual gifts collectively. Um, it's just a really beautiful thing. Um, and I also think that it really is, go ahead, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it really is God's grace that we are able to co-labor right now to collaborate together without murdering each other. Because I, I mean, I, I like what I like and, um, and I'm prone to selfishness. And, and the fact that we are able to do things together um, it really is God's grace, uh, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, I think it's a way to honor other people, to listen well, and to not take ourselves too seriously. So um, this whole situation is um, something that was started back, I think, in August. Is that right? Maybe summer? Um, and we have this group of six artists here that live here at Hume, and um, each one of them started a, a piece of art, and then they passed it on to someone else, and that person finished that piece of art. So we have six pieces of art, and there aren't a whole lot of rules to this. So, for instance, someone, spoiler, spoiler alert, wrote a poem, and then someone else finished that poem. And so it didn't have to be visual. It could have been a song. It could have been a performance, um, and it's just a really, a really sweet way to um, handle another person's art that they worked hard on. Um, I, I took part in this a couple years ago, and um, I, the piece that I started was like a s um, an ink drawing. It was during COVID, and I was sad, <laughs> as we probably all were, and it was like this ink drawing of um, this, <laughs> this woman in a recently burned forest, <laughs> she had like, <laughs> she had like this torn dress, but she was like enduring in the forest. And I sent it off. The gal that I had was like a sophomore in high school in another state. And I sent it off to her and she just bedazzled it. She put these little gemstones all over it. And it was so sweet because I think, honestly, what she was doing, what Eric was talking about the other night when he said, would you please give me something, s some sort of hope? And I think that she was offering hope to my despair. <laughs> um, and it was really, really lovely. So um, why don't you guys come on up, our artists. You can clap. It's fine. Um, okay, so how about, who has the microphone right now? Ernie, okay, um, Ernie, can you pass it down to Leah for now, and then if you guys could just introduce yourselves real quick, say your name, and 
how long you've been at Hume? I'm Leah Peterson, and I've been here for six-ish years. I'm Lucy Milky, and I've been here for two-ish <laughs> years. I'm Ernie Zielsdorf, and I've been here for seven years. I'm Kayla Walmer, and I've been here for two years. I'm Daniel Frost, and I came to Hume in 2019. Ooh. Do the math. <laughs> Four. Jeff Sanford, and I've been here for three years. Great. that You can hold on to it <laughs> for now. Okay. So what we're going to do is I've never actually used a clicker. I turn it. Kayla, show me this. I turn it on. Oh, boy. Can you help me? Okay, great. Yay, ta-da. Okay, so this first piece of art, can everyone see this okay? Should we have people duck, or are we okay? Okay, um, so this was drawn by Lucy, so um, here. Um, why don't you, Lucy, explain, if each of you could explain, um, or Lucy, could you, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, could you please explain what your process was with this, not only in what you're actually making, but your thought process as you're getting ready to pass this on to someone else. Yeah, okay. So to preface this, I am mainly a dancer. So this was kind of like out of the box for me. Um, so this is my bookcase in my house. Um, and my thought with this was like Narnia-esque and how fun to think of something to put into it. Um, yeah, so I painstakingly used a giant ruler, and actually this, this picture is fairly big, like it's big, um, and tried my best to do straight lines, and I <laughs> did my best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, did you have any thoughts of, of your idea of passing it on to someone? Yes, so I intentionally um, did not put shelves in it, in the bookcase, because, I mean, sky's the limit for whatever she wanted to put in it. Great. So that was kind of my thought. Okay, and also I should say, I don't think you, y any of you guys have seen the finished piece that you started, is that right? You did? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. It. It's okay. It's fine, but others of you have not, right? Okay. Okay, I'll act surprised. Okay, <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> okay, so then Leah, she passes on to Leah. Oh, oh do I point it this way? <gasps> and then the, this is what Leah did. So Leah, can you explain your process? And then also, can you just hold up the real yeah. deal? Because I didn't realize how big this thing was. Here's the, the real deal. Um, okay, I love. I didn't, so I didn't talk to Lucy about what her ideas were for this, so I just love that you had the idea of Narnia because one of these little um, cubicles, yeah, is Narnia right there. Um, it was really fun. Well, first when I got it, I was a little terrified because I didn't want to ruin it, and I thought, how am I going to do this? So I had an idea for this, but I, I didn't know if I could actually execute it, so I kind of did a, like a mock one. I traced this whole shape and kind of like 
sketched it out and tried to draw what I wanted to do in there, but I it didn't really seem very successful, but I sort of realized I'm gonna run out of time if I don't start, so I just went for it and it turned out good. So it's colored pencil um, and it's a whole bunch of, all the little cubicles in there are stories, actually I guess they're all series um, that are just books that I really loved and most, a lot of them I read to my kids and so they have a lot of fun significance um, and I think really shaped they're all, you know, children's, I guess you could say children's literature, but really shaped my, who I am, I think, in a lot of ways. So the top, top one is Princess and the Goblin. It's a George MacDonald book. And then there's Little House series. Um, there's the Andrew Peterson, Wingfeather Saga, and Narnia. There's Lord of the Rings. There's Gandalf there with the Balrog. And then we have Harry Potter, and then uh, Anne of Green Gables. Thanks, Leah. Oh. Oh, go ahead. And right here, I signed our names in Elvish. Oh. So that's, that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Elvish, not Elvis, but um, <laughs> Elvish, like um, J.R.R. Tolkien yeah. made up a whole language. And there's fancy websites where you can go and put in whatever you want, and it'll show you the text. So That's awesome. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> okay, and um, I will put these out on the back table later so you guys can see them closer up. Okay, next we have Ernie. Um, I don't know if you can see this, but in you can see his reflection with the peace sign in the frame. Okay, Ernie, can you please um, tell us kind of your process through this? And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, so I, just to start out, I usually work digitally, and so, I mean, I obviously grew up drawing and stuff like that, and I, but I just don't do it very often as an adult, um, so I honestly was struggling to figure out how to start. Um, basically, I was in my office, I have a stack of frames because I have lots of artwork hanging on my walls, and I just kind of have frames ready to go for when I get new stuff. Um, and so I was kind of like, what, what should I even do with this project? And um, I just like saw that stack of frames and was like, wait, that'd be kind of cool. I What if I used a frame, which naturally sets itself up for the next person to put something in the frame? Um, and then I thought it'd be kind of fun to be able to layer. Um, so like I drew on the border inside the frame and then I layered stuff on top of the, the actual um, like plastic glass piece that goes in the frame. Um, yeah, and so I, I just wanted to, yeah, just kind of think out of the box. I I thought like I could draw half of a thing, and someone else could draw half of a thing. Um, but then I just I don't know want to naturally have something like where it highlights the other person's piece and maybe hints at like a subject matter rather than the actual um, piece that they're continuing on. So that was kind of my, the gist of my thought process. What was your, what was your, did you already say this, why you chose to do the names of God? Um, I honestly don't know. I okay. It yeah. was just a thought that popped in my mind. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. That's like, awesome. So it is cool. Okay. So then Jeb finished it. 
<laughs> and here it is. Can you show us, Jeb, the finished piece? Yes, I can show you the finished piece. It's a little spooky. Sorry. She probably should have warned you. <laughs> um, so it's right here. So like Ernie said, he's, he drew on the actual plastic film, too. Um, so I like to do kind of mixed media collages and, and things like that. So first off, Ernie, thank you so much for handing me the thing I'm very terrified of drawing, which is God, um, <laughs> right? So just, um, just the names of God, and I was like, I don't know how to draw God, and I don't know if you're supposed to draw God and all those questions. Um, so what I started thinking was um, John 1, when it says that no one has seen God, but but... Jesus has revealed God to us and that um, the fullness of God is in Jesus. And so I started thinking about um, stories of Jesus that I, I might want to draw. And I was doing a Bible study recently on John 4 and the woman at the well and, and thinking about that. So um, I, I like collages because you can... I'm okay with people coming up with their own opinions or, or ideas of what stuff means. Um, but I do have a purpose for every little thing on here, so I'll explain what I did or why I did this um, terrifying piece of art. Some of you guys might be freaked out. Um, and to explain it a little bit, but I'm totally open to, I mean, whatever, I feel like there's fun with people being creative in uh, analyzing things, right? So. Um, we have here um, a young man. If you, when you look at it up close, he's wearing an actual priest's, like a Catholic priest's um, robe. And then on the left, they're like um, an Indian headdress. And on the right, it's actually like the Gutenberg Bible. So kind of showing like that he's got, he had, he has a relationship with God. He's got this pure cloak on. Um, and then the, how our bodies are the temple um, so it's like there's a door there to his heart. Um, but Martin Luther has an awesome quote that I think about a lot that is, you can't control the birds from flying over your head, but you can control the birds from building a nest in your hair. Um, and just the idea that, that we can't control our thoughts, but we can control what we really, really are anxious about or r are ruminating on or meditating on. So here you can tell, or what I was depicting was that he's, He's worrying about something and that he's not, um, he's walking in, not in new life, right? Even though he has known that. And then God on the right. So again, like the holiness coming from the top left there with the bright yellow kind of sun there. Um, and then the hand reaching out. And this is the story of the woman at the well, right? That she, he's, he offers us living water, but um, and there's abundant, and if you look, I drew each one of these little bottles, and they're all st glued on, stacked up, so there's like some dimension there when you look at it, just to show how much living water um, he's offering him, but that he's so caught up in his worries and everything that he's he seems aloof to the life that's right in front of him. And so, again, Ernie, I have no idea what you're thinking, brother, but I and so that was, again, the kind of scary process, but I guess that's kind of the fun part of it is I just went for it. And then again on the left, like, there's a flower that's full and a flower that's faded. And so it's like this, he knows what he should be doing, but he's he's just he stuck in what he's he's doing there. So that's what I was thinking with all of that.
Um, one thing that I thought was cool, I guess, Emily, what you just asked, like, why I chose to do the names of God, it, I thought it was cool that I just, it, just something that came to mind, I was like, I don't know, like, I just, I just was, like, brainstorming, and then that, that came to me, and then I thought it was kind of cool when Jeb told me, he's like, that's something that, like, terrifies me to draw, and he even shared about it last night when he was talking about um, his Hebrew stuff, and I was like, that was kind of cool, it was almost like this, like, prompting to me, almost in a way to challenge you in, like, something that that you don't usually um, know how to approach it. So it's <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you. It really is, yes, go ahead. You can clap. Um, it really is special. Isn't it special to hear an artist explain their work? It just really means a whole lot. So thanks, Jeb and Ernie. Okay, next we have Leah started this piece. Thanks, Leah. And go ahead, Leah. This is a lino cut, um, so it's a print. So lino cut, if you don't know what it is, it's basically just a piece of linoleum. It's actually made for art. Um, and use little carving tools to carve out um, pretty much anywhere where there's white is a carved out area. Um, and then I inked it and printed it. Um, I love trees. And I really like the idea of, well, I've been listening to a lot of Bible project about trees and some Bible studies on how trees are so in, intertwined in the Bible. Um, another amazing book called The Hidden Life of Trees that really talks about, I highly recommend it. It has beautiful photos too. But I loved this idea of doing uh, collaboration and I, I just wanted the idea of like all these roots and these trees are all intertwined together, and um, I mean, even in nature, I think sequoias, their roots actually grow together, and they share nutrients, um, so just the idea of collaborative art, I think, but even more broadly, just as the body of Christ, how we are all, um, we all need each other, and we're all intertwined, and we give life to each other through the spirit, and so that was the idea. Thanks, Leah. Okay, and then Ernie finished this, right? So this, what, what was Ernie finished? Okay, so can we pass it to Ernie? Um, yeah, so I, I was a little nervous to start because I didn't want to ruin what you already had. <laughs> um, but I, I honestly found it way easier to finish a piece than to start my piece. It was, it was like almost way more open-ended to start my own. And I was like, oh, where do I begin? <laughs> and so it was kind of cool getting something and being like, okay, cool. Like kind of my brain starts going and how can I, how can I keep moving with it? Um, I, I just wanted to like finish the trees that were started. And I don't know, I, I honestly, I love, I've drawn drips my whole life. And so it's like this thing that I, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like lean into that. Like how can these trees like, um, sort of morph into just this like drippy skies sort of thing. Um, and I wanted to continue with black. I ended up using Sharpie and uh, negative space slash a little bit of like white gel pen. Um, and my big goal was to <laughs> not be able to see the seam where the things connected. <laughs> I wanted mm -hmm. to look like a continuous piece kind of. Um, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. 
Yeah, thank you. Th this one was super cool for me because um, <coughs> Leah had sent me the first, her first piece a while ago. And um, then when, Ernie, when you sent me the final piece, I couldn't remember exactly what Leah had done. So it was really cool too that this looks like it was done by one, one person. Do we have the actual yeah. physical one of this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's cool. Whoa, cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next we have Jeb. Hello again. <laughs> um, okay, so, and then I think there is a second one too. Oh, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't, or I no. thought it was only this one or the other one. No problem. But there was, so, in a really s awesome turn of events, um, we, our family, we, we have four kiddos. We really wanted a golf cart, which is silly. Up here, it's a very handy tool. Um, we live up here. Um, and with four kiddos, sometimes it's like, a lot of work to get those kids around. So a golf cart is like awesome. So like if you really want to know, I'll tell you. But just awesome kind of crazy turn of events. We got a, a awesome golf cart, a free golf cart, which was incredible. Um, and it's beautiful color. It's like my wife's, it's beautiful. It's just cute. It's old. It's like great, you know. So I got thinking about Acts 4. Um, and how it said that everyone shared everything they had and everything they had was in common with one another. And thinking about the tools and the things that we have up here at Hume that um, people are constantly sharing. And so I just drew a bunch of different things. And then, um, so there's a lawnmower, there is a golf cart, there's one of those fancy three-wheel golf carts and the blue one. And then the fact that every single person up here is working so that children and, and adults will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, so the that's with the buses coming and going. And I liked how the bus, like I drew it differently. I drew it colored normally and then kind of abstract with just all yellow with um, the back end of the bus there. And then I drew another um, golf cart painting kind of crazy thing. And I... I just, again, I love collages, so I just handed both pieces to her, to Kayla, and told her she could cut up whatever she wanted or fill in, or just do whatever you want. But, um, yeah, so that's that part. Okay, great, thank you. Okay, so this is what Kayla did. Kayla, we want to pull your, do you have it? Yeah, I have it. Here, I'll get it for you. Um, and how I got there. Basically, I didn't know what I to expect from what I was going to get from Jeb. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, he's super creative, but in a lot of different ways. So I was like totally prepared to just get like a reindeer made out of sticks or like any <laughs> other random thing like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so when I got this, I was super excited by like the blank uh, space that he left on there because I thought that was a really cool way to start, um, but also didn't know where to begin from there. Um, so basically just sat staring at it for a really long time. <laughs> um, and I was um, working in production. I was trying to figure out some way to, with my music background, to try to tie that into it or else tie in some sort of thing from production or lighting, um, but didn't really know exactly how I wanted to do that. Um, so I started off kind of just trying to think of other things that I could put your different vehicles on. <laughs> Um, that would replicate like a racetrack. So played with the idea of like um, incorporating like records as like a racetrack or like a record player and putting those on like the little thing of a record player. Um, but kind of was looking at what he was talking about with acts too, just like um, our community and just like being aware of other people's needs and working together to fill those um, and wanted to see if there was a way I could tie that into. Um, so the black thing on it is, to me, it kind of looks like a tire, um, but it actually came off the summer set that was in Pondy. Um, it was one of the portholes on a ship. Um, so I just flipped it around and spray painted it black um, and used that as a tire look. Um, but I thought it was a kind of cool representation of kind of also how we build our sets and how we do summer camp here. Um, because even the portals were done by someone who came in as a volunteer who had a talent that none of us have here um, to create and make those. Um, yeah, and then I just used LED tape behind it to make like little tracks. And yeah, <laughs> um, and then I left the portal on the other side too, so you could flip it either way. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he wrote it down for me, and we kind of talked about it when he dropped off his piece. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. There's another one in a different color. Okay, so this is Daniel's okay. piece. Yes. I drew a bird <laughs> uh, with pencil, <laughs> super advanced. Um, no, I mean, the love of birds sort of runs in the family. I'm, I'm a bird guy, and my great-grandpa carved birds with wood. My grandpa and my mom watched birds, and I draw birds, so full circle. Um, and yeah, we just, I love the playfulness of birds. Um, I mean, the Stellar's Jays specifically up here are just funny and loud. Um, but I was talking to my sister a couple months ago and apparently my one-year-old niece's favorite bird is a tuft titmouse. So <laughs> I drew that for her and that's what we have going on there. Super simple. I tried to do sort of a 
barkish branch under it. I was sort of experimenting a lot. I've only drawn a few birds, so it's something I'm wanting to grow in. Um, so this was sort of a challenge. I did some minimal shading, but just tried to keep it super simple. Um, yeah. It's so sweet. I love the little eye <laughs> and the shine. Can you guys see the little mushrooms on it too? Growing out of it? You will later if you can't see yeah. now. Okay, and so then this is what Lucy Ooh. did. Oh yeah, this is this your first time Daniel saying it? Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay. I have to show you the real thing because <laughs> there's a piece that I went back and forth in adding <laughs> like for weeks. Um, it is, it's huge. Um, so I added <laughs> the rock at the bottom as like just an added layer. Um, okay, so I'm not gonna lie, the bird intimidated me big time because first of all, it's fantastic. Um, and so originally I had done like a painting in the background behind this bird and I just was not feeling it. It did not turn out the way that I wanted it to and I feel like it, um, it, ju it just wasn't working. So I ended up cutting out his bird um, and I do much better painting in small scale. So if you look behind it, I did it in layers <laughs> and I glued them all together. <laughs> Um, so each separate little section, so that's a layer, 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 that's a layer. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, well thanks. Yeah, and I definitely w loved the contrast of the black and white and this, but I went back and forth between the rock because I didn't want to take away from the bird but and the proportions are a little funky. Um but I yeah, I think it just gave it like an added extra little something. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Okay, thank you guys. Okay. So Oh, oh darn. Oh well. Pretend like you didn't see that one. So right. Kayla, okay. So Kayla wrote a poem that she will read to us now. <laughs> yeah, I can read it. <laughs> um, so I was, we had a couple like um, people left our team during the summer um, that were very important to our team. And I, one of the people like really loved jazz. And so I was just kind of thinking through kind of how jazz, um, related to how teams work with different people that are often unlikely um, people that are put together to do um, a similar goal. Um, so that's kind of what this poem came out of. Um, so it's called Once Upon Jazz because I didn't know what to call it. And it sounds like a good starting point for a story. <laughs> um, it's jazz is unique. It's in form of story with characters complementary, seeking not their own glory. It starts with a story, yet seeks to expand, stretching one's understanding of the present theme at hand. Listening with care is essential, you see, to understanding direction while anticipating flexibility. Ensuring space for the creative and time to unwind, it values the moment and its structured design. 
It's not just a jumble of notes packed in, but is carefully refined by the current players within. It's the gentle interweaving of notes, timing, and cues, a gentle give and take of the many with the few. As harmony turns to dissonance and vice versa, we see that the staggering awareness of consistency is key. Though the key is not stagnant, it changes in time as what's natural becomes flat or even sharpens in its prime. See, jazz is the art of listening through dance, the steps once learned, now backed by chance. It's not all that different from life, you see. We still stagger through the motions to an unknown degree. But we grow more aware of the music in it all, the harmonies, the dissonance, the journey to rise and fall. For without one, there would be no other. Like sound in its silence, they play off one another. In jazz, in life, we often do the same learning from the chaos and the story it inframes. How we play and interpret the melody with others helps us better create, turning black notes to color. We can't fully see how the composition ends, yet we give thanks for the moments where we've slowly learned to blend. Jazz is the music of memories penned, an unlikely team of characters, the shared soul of friends. Should we, should we snap? Do we snap? for this? Yeah, especially for a jazz piece. That was beautiful, Kayla. Um, I hope you have the chance to go read that again because there's really beautiful plays on words and stuff. Okay, so Daniel finished this and he actually did this design. You put the words design and this for his piece. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead and explain yeah. it, Daniel. So, I received this amazing poem and my jaw just dropped with, I'm not a words person. And just when I read this, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, I understand it, and it's the depth of this. And I just wanted to represent it so well and not take away from the meaning or the words. So the goal with doing a piece was to elevate the words, essentially. And so my original thought was to, I mean, I wouldn't call this a children's poem but I was going to illustrate a children's book with a couple stanzas on each page. Uh, on the other page would be a super simple, fun animal playing a jazz instrument, and you know, with that last line, an unlikely team of characters. All the animals would be together at the end of the book playing jazz. Big dreams, and then all of a sudden, it was last Saturday, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I only did the cover for the book, so. I was like, okay, we gotta switch gears. Um, but it was still super fun to work on the cover. I think I showed you, did I end up showing you this? Yeah, just for fun of like, this is where it's going. Sort of fun. Um, but switch gears to just listing out the whole poem on a poster. And I have the physical piece here, but still keeping, sort of died back, um, dialed back the color palette to be a little less uh, intense, <laughs> a little bit more calming, soothy jazz. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like, oh, and I originally went with the jungle theme. My inspo was Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. I feel like it's sort of jazzy, like you have some trumpets in there, all these different animals just sort of going wild. So I listened to this song repeatedly in my headphones doing the posters and sketching out different animals. And um, I was like, oh, this is cool. Because I wasn't, I was a little intimidated just by a Google Doc of words of like, how do I finish this? 
and like bring life to this. So, you know, gave it a jungle theme. Why not? <laughs> so, that's yeah. really cool. Yes. Okay. I think that's that was everyone, right? Yeah. Is that everyone? Okay. Um, one of the things that I loved hearing as you guys were talking was that each one of you like really cared about the piece that you received. And I'm just curious to know, like, like that feeling of care, like what was it like for you guys to give your piece away? Like, was that hard? Or did you just feel like you could just do it? It was easy? Yeah, okay. But then receiving it was like, you wanna care for that person. Yeah, I loved hearing that in you guys. It's really cool. Thank you so much. Um, does anyone have any questions for the artists at this point? Yes, Liz. I did know it was book. I mean, I could tell it was bookshop. Well, you told me too, but yeah, you did. Yes. 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 I could, yeah. I only did that. Well, I did a bunch of test prints, um, and then, yeah, I only made that one. But I could. I could print more. I like that idea. Anyone else? Any other questions or comments? Yes. Um, Elisa's not here, is she? Elisa Watson. Okay, I wasn't able to go to her workshop because um, I had mine. But if any of you were in there, I'm curious because it seems like this is kind of like hinting at what she was talking about, where when someone just has a blank piece of paper, like Ernie, you were saying, that was actually harder for you, right? But then when you had the constraints of, here's a picture that I move off of, then that can actually get your creative juices going even more, um, which is pretty sweet. Um, okay, so here's... A fun part is that you're actually going to have the opportunity to do this with anyone if you would like to. Um, if you do not feel artistic, I would encourage you to still do it um, because everyone is creative in some way and it doesn't have to be like your, your stereotypical piece of art. Or like th when I did this project, the person who sent something to me really did not feel like an artist, but what she sent me was lovely. It was an ink drawing of a landscape um, and I just added to it a little bit. So. Um, if you would like to take part in this, there's a paper on the back table um, with a spot for your name, your email address, and then also in the other section, it says, are you willing to step in if someone drops out? Because inevitably something will come up or an email address is wrong or something like that. So if you're willing to step in if someone doesn't get connected with their person, but basically I will um, draw names and then set you guys up through email and then one person can start a piece and you'll 
send it through the snail mail to that other person, and then they'll finish it, and you can decide. Part of this is you get to decide who keeps it, um, and that's just part of the process. And then I was also thinking, just now, I haven't gotten there, but I think it'd be cool to do like some sort of hashtag on media so we can kind of all see the pieces, and I'll, I'll figure that out once we do the emails. Um, and then, when you all come back next year, <laughs> you can even bring those pieces with you. Um, so you can sign up in the back, and then we'll also place the art back there. But before we finish, we have about an hour before dinner, we have Mr. Brady Andrews in the back. <laughs> um, he has been videoing this weekend for our wrap-up video. Um, and this will also kind of go out into the world. And so if you are willing to do um, just like a short interview to talk about something that you really enjoyed about the weekend, I would also love, there were a handful of you that I've talked to that said, I'm, I'm not an artist, but I've learned so much. I think that that would be really helpful um, because I just, I want this space to be an open table to anyone to come. So um, if that's something that you'd be willing to do, would you please go see Brady in the back? A any other instructions, Brady? Okay, great. Well then, yes. Oh yeah. Yes, so I would say work that out with your partner because they might have schedules. I think we worked on a total of an eight week time frame, and so they had four weeks to start, four weeks to finish, two days to finish. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, Madeline. Nope, that's just part of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the beauty of it too, because like Daniel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a sweet thing to make a a piece of art through song. I don't know of anyone who's I mean, I don't know who knows. Anyways, I'm talking too much. You're dismissed. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Do you guys want to go take your art back there?